Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. I am Joe List. I got spiky 90s hair, and uh, that's Mark Norman over there. Uh, hey, hey, I can't stop sweating. I'm gay. It's a heat wave. I hate it. I hate the heat. What? Um, wh- where, what's the AC situation at the new place? Well, this place is pretty sprawling. I don't want to brag, but uh, so we got the AC in the bedroom because you want a nice, crispy sleep time. You know, you want that that ice cold room for the bed. But the living room is a whole other planet, and we don't have the. We got to buy a new one, I guess, because the living room's a fucking hot box. Well, we got the same exact situation. It's this New York living. There's no central air anywhere unless you're loaded, I guess, or like, like yeah. loaded, loaded. And uh, we have the same thing. So I'm sitting in the bedroom. So we call it the pool. We'll go. Ah. I'm going to go sit in the pool. So we'll be in the living room. You're watching, you know, Golden Girls or whatever it is, and you're just pouring sweat. But it's kind of nice because you know you have the pool yes. going. Yes. So sometimes we'll pause and be like, pool break, and we'll come in here. And just sit for a few minutes, and then it actually gets cold in here. Aha. Uh-huh. So once you're chilly, you go back out into the sweat thing, and it's like a little thunderstorm situation. It's nice. <laughs> That's so funny, because we call the cold uh, bedroom, we call it the pond. How no funny is that? And we call the living room Auschwitz. Uh, <laughs> it's so fucking sweltering. That's so weird. You pool pond. Pool pond. Well, it's a nice... Uh, pool pond. Th- that's what it feels like. Is it taking a dip? It feels like you're dipping in and yeah. uh, dipping out. Zip it up and zip it out. <laughs> okay. Zip it do now, Dave. Um, <laughs> my, my favorite is you, you're in this hot box. So your body's getting this glisten of jizzy film on it because it's that wetness, that dew, mountain dew. And then you go in there and those sheets are like ice and you go, woo, woo, because your body's all... Cummy, and then you get on the hot or the cold sheets, and they, boy, it feels like a like a ice tray. It's pretty nice. Well, here's the other thing with the New York living is so we have there's like an alley in between us. Like there's just a building to the right, like four feet apart. So there's like a little whatever it is, six foot alley, but there's no breeze. Like the bedroom, ironically, if I have this window open, there's no building behind us, so a breeze will flow through. Oh, nice. But you want the AC on, right? So the breeze does nothing. We want the breeze in the living room. So the living room, we have two windows open, but then you have the shades, and there's no breeze. So I tried to open the window and move the shade back to try to get some breeze, but everyone next door has the same idea. So you look out there, and you just see an old guy with his ball bag sticking out. Right. Then there's like a middle-aged woman laying on her bed with fat legs, and you're just, you're just looking right at them. Like, there's yeah. watching me watch TV, and I'm, I glance over, and I can literally see somebody's asshole just in the window. <laughs> It's like fish tanks. We're all just living in these weird aquariums, and it's kind of an unwritten rule in the Big Apple where you just kind of go, 
That's a geriatric whore with uh, varicose veins and a huge labia, but hey, it's New York, fuck it. And then you're you're shirtless over here. My gal, she's got big floppy tits and, and a decent bod. So she's walking around. I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to show the world. She's like, Let, bring it on. I'm like, oh, man, and my tiny dick's all shriveled up. I I, I put a, a, a an oven mitt over that thing immediately. Well, so my ex-girlfriend was like that. She would change right in the windows, and we lived in Harlem, and, uh, you know, she had... <laughs> It made me nervous at the time. Yeah. Progressed, everybody. Don't worry. But I was like, they're going to be fucking kicking in our door after you. What are you, nuts? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, she's just a petite, blonde, 20-year-old Colorado ski chick. Oh, I've just seen that porn. in the window. My God. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, of course, you know, that's my fantasy probably projecting <laughs> there. But, um, but she would walk around. And her line was always... My, their loss. I'm like, people can just see you. She's like, well, their loss. And it was like a joke. I don't get it. Oh, it's a bit. Because she, she's saying she's gross? She's saying she's gross, but obviously oh. she was hot, you know? I see. I see. But I mean... It's their you, win. But, uh, you know, there would be, like, outside of our window, it's like a hang up there. You know, it's old school New York. There'd be nine guys sitting around, like, on my right. car. And we're right in the window. First level, just... I mean, literally, this four guy is standing outside, and she's nude in the window, so I think she might have had her own fantasies or something, but... I think so. That sounds a little little hot and bothery, but <laughs> well, hey, it you bothered know. me, but, <laughs> yeah, but it was a fun line. Bothered. Their loss, you know, but... Uh, yeah, well, they didn't lose the boner. That's still there, so I, I don't know. I think they're doing fine, but can I, can I jump into your, your, your big thing here? My big thing? My oh, asshole? Yeah. No, I, I, I've already jumped into there. I'm, I'm, that's my pool. Uh, that's above ground. But you got to tell the world the big, big to do. Uh, that was going to be my closer. What are you uh, nuts? We're four minutes it. in here. No, forget no, it. you put it. We already started I it. Panicked. I panicked. I did the closer in the in the beginning. I was bobbing. I, I mean, we got 55 minutes to go, <laughs> and you're uh, jumping the lead or leading with the dead, whatever it is. Burying. I'm fucked. I, I, first of all, I'm, I'm losing my mind over the Harlem comment. I felt like it came off racist. I'm a bad person. No, I just meant no, to say she was, she was very fit and blonde, and there was people hanging outside our window. I'm afraid we're going to get shut down for that. Oh, it's fine. But look, Harlem's white now. No one knows what you mean. Well, I'm just saying, here in Astoria, it's a bunch of old fucking fat ladies walking around and Greeks, but over there, it was young, spry gentlemen right outside of our window and... Uh, Oh, God, we're going to get canceled, for Christ's no, sake. No. Have you seen that porn, The Blacked? No. I, oh, but, uh, boy, Let me go I to the site, and I'll pretend I don't watch it. It'll uh, it'll either ruin your life or be the best thing that ever happened to you. It's it's just a, like a four NBA players, basically, uh, just drafted. You know, they're like 18, and there's a t- petite little blonde, pasty, whitey Irish chick, and she's just getting... Airtight, every hole filled, rotisseried, uh, flipped over, twisted, turning, topsy turvy, and it's a, uh, it's a scene, man. Well, that doesn't sound like something I'd be into, but if you could send me the link immediately, that would be, uh, <laughs> that would be great. I just want to flag it so I make sure I don't watch it. But um, yeah, I didn't. It, I take a- it all back. You know, uh, the whole thing. Uh, sorry, and uh, no, you're fine. You I'm know, hard. If it makes you feel any better, but it, it, it's. It's a dad's nightmare, I'll say that. Well, anyways, so yeah, we'll jump into the big thing here. I don't know why I'm going to fill the rest of the show, because I was really going to tease and lead and 
do the no, whole no. thing here, but save it, save it. I, I I blew the the water. I shot the gun or whatever. The jump the gun, jump the shark, jump shot. What else you got? And a hook shot. What? Uh, okay. Or well, Raymond? first, first. No, no, this ain't Raymond. <laughs> so how about this? This I think this could be a bit. This was a, a story. I don't want to build it up because then people are going to be like, "That's not a bit. You suck. Fuck you." By the way. I haven't been looking at Twitter, but I keep talking about how I don't look at Twitter. So these people, they get an Instagram account just to come in and be like, hey, still here, you fucking loser, you oh, piece Jesus. of shit. These trolls, they're, they're nonstop. They, they're persistent. You're like, you look on their thing. Like, they've never posted a photo. They don't have any followers. They're just like, yeah, just letting you know you can't hide from us, you cuck loser. You stink. Yeah. But anyways, so Sarah's gotten really into this Poshmark situation are you familiar with Poshmart? Poshmart is that clothing yeah so it's uh it might be right up your alley there really it's, uh it's this website where you can go it's like another social media thing basically it's another thing to obsess over but you you can post your old shit and sell it that you don't want it's like a yard sale but like an app for that oh and i like it so you can type in furniture so sarah's been getting us furniture on poshmart so you what? find these old it's like good for the environment and all that bullshit right you, you post it and you go uh dining room set and then you find like all these people in your neighborhood in astoria or whatever that are like i got a dining room set 50 bucks it's mid-century yada yada it's got wow. a cum stain yeah. so sh- She's been doing that, and I'm a little bit like, what are we, hobos? We don't need old furniture. We have furniture. Our furniture's fine, you know? You could so, be buying a chest of Corona. You never know. Exactly. It's weird times, but you could sell your shit, too. She sold a couple pairs of pants and a pair of my underwear and, uh, you know, a ceiling fan, whatever. Yeah. All so, come on it. <laughs> um, yeah, I come on everything. But so she sells... She buys, she finds like uh, this table. She's like, I got an old kitchen table. It's wooden. And I'm like, all right, great. And she's like, I got to go pick it up. And she doesn't do the thing where she's like, can you help me go pick it up? She's like, I got to go pick it up. I got to figure out. Maybe I'll take an Uber. I got this big table. I got to lug it back. And I'm like, well, you want me to carry the table? I can come help you. A little passive aggressive. I'm your husband, for God's sakes. Yeah, so I go, but- I'll go pick up the table. All right. And- but she knows you're going to say that. I think so. I think it's more, I don't think it's passive aggressive. I think it's insecurity. That ah. thing, of don't want to be a burden and ah. uh, you hate me and everyone hates me, you know. That, that I get. I feel that way with podcasts. I'm like, hey, would you mind doing a queef with yes. us? If you don't want to, just throw hot coffee in my face. I'm a piece of shit. Same. Um, don't you get me give started. Me the, oops, sorry. No, you go ahead. I said, don't get me started on the Seinfeld text. Like, you're like, you, give him a call. I'm like, what are you, I'm a burden. I, I feel like he sees my number on the phone and goes, ah, God, Jesus, and just throws his phone in a lake. He might. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a gamble, but I don't think he does. All right, all right. I appreciate that. Then that, that'll sadly keep me going for the rest of the day. Because a guy like that, he could just write, hey, fuck off, dude. Like, he's, that's, he's known for that. That's Good his point. thing. Good point. You have he, a point. He's not one of us. If you did that with, like, Nick Griffin, he might be, you know, uh-huh. whipping the phone and just praying that you don't call again. But Seinfeld would just be like, hey, get out of here, you fucking loser. Good point. All right. All right. Thank you. Continue. No problem. I was outside of his apartment last night. I went by. I was with Sarah and I, I took her by his first apartment and then was pointing to the current apartment being like, huh? 
Look at this. Wow. He lived here and now he lives there. And with a non-Seinfeld fan, they're just like, yeah, all right. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But look what jokes got him. It's crazy. And it's, th- crazy. it's literally the, the fake address from the show was his first apartment, 129 West 81st. And you can go there and it's just like a whatever apartment. It probably costs nine grand now. Right. But back in 76, it was like 300 bucks. And you're like, now he's in this building and you can see the one from the other. Wow, and that's I'm wild. Like, this is history. This is the the address from the show, and and if we were alive in the fake show, we would know him. And she's just yawning and just <laughs> just tweeting and looking on Poshmark. I want to kill myself, but yeah, story of my life too. I I do all that shit with the lady, and she's like, I don't care. My girlfriend hates views. That really bugs me. Views. Like we'll be we'll be in in Malibu or or Italy or or something, and I'll be like. Look at this, huh? Look at the a mountain like landscape and the rolling hills. And she's like, hey, what are you going to do? And I'm like, what are you kidding? That's that's God's jizz right there. Are you nuts? She's like, yeah, yeah, blow me. Wow, hates a view. I know. What is that? I mean, not the show. We all hate the show, but yeah, hates a view. That's a bad point of view, if you ask me, but... POV, good, also good porn. It reminds me of my, uh, my Curb Your Enthusiasm line that I always want to give to Larry and annoy him. Please. Where, uh, I think I've told it before, probably on the show, where the two characters are walking and someone, maybe Cheryl, says, hey, look, look at the sunset. And he goes, ah, I don't feel like it. <laughs> I think it's a perfect Larry line. That's per- I, f- I thought he said that. That's no, cold. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a JL that I want to be an LD, but right. everything I do, I do for him. But anyways, back to the story. <laughs> yes. So she goes, I got to go pick up this table. I'm like, all right, let's go get the table. And it's like Sunday afternoon, sunny day. I don't feel like it. I'm bringing someone else's trash. We already have a table. I'm just pouting the whole way, but trying to keep a good, you know, pair of tits on. Sure. We go over there. It's down the street. And uh, I'm pick- I'm expecting, you know, some 75-year-old woman who's about to die and she's cleaning out her closet or maybe it's like a widow or whatever. So we sit there and she's like, okay, she's coming down. The door opens Uh-oh. and like it's like it's two women carrying a table, so they gotta like kick the door open with their shoulder, you know. So I run in, hold the door open. Yeah, it's two twenty-five-year-old smoke shows. Oh god, two of the hottest women I've ever seen, and it's mid-Sunday afternoon. It's a heat wave. They got tank tops, no bra, uh. boxer shorts, like booty boxer shorts. Uh. They're all sweaty. And they're like, hey, here's the table. One of them, very friendly. The other one was like, kind of shitty. She's on the phone. She's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, and wow. we're like, thank you so much. We'll give it a good home. And I'm like, this is crazy. What, there's a dental office in the building. Isn't that strange? And she's like, yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking. They're, they're bending over to grab the stuff. And you can see nipples, the whole situation. Wow. And we walk out of there. We got this big table. And now I'm like... We got to sell the couch. Let's sell the couch. We don't need a bed. What are we doing with a bed? I think right. we need some new picture frames. I mean, let's, now I'm addicted. I'm all Poshmark. Wow. This is wild. I mean, again, it goes back to porn. And also, I know you. I know you like a, a, an independent lady, a lady who's like doing shit, riding a bike or painting a house or, you know, killing a, a moose. And these gals are carrying stuff. So I bet that got even... Got even hot and bothered her. Well, they're they're carrying and they're cleaning house. You know, they're taking care of stuff. They're yes. recycling. I mean, they had like the the ponytail with the sweat, like looking shitty but hot. You know, the shitty ah, hot. Shitty hot. Love shitty hot. 
That's big. That's a good look. I mean, I mean, four set, two sets of tits, four tits total, zero bras, drip the the the, the cleave drip. You know. Oh, I love a cleave drip. Great I character on Cheers. Might have even saw a stain, maybe some kind of wet moisture stain and i'll I'll tell you i'm all over poshmart like it's bumble i'm looking at (laughs) afghans and hampers and bureaus oh boy man oh man maybe we'll we'll get on there maybe we'll just get a dinette set just to get one off (laughs) i mean you got to get involved because i thought it was gonna be old bags but the old bags they don't know how to use the 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 digital business so they give it to their nieces and their nieces are out here saving the planet one nipple at a time and uh I, I highly recommend this Poshmart. All right. Well, hell, let's uh, hell, let's just start throwing our, our recliners out the window. Like, oh, <laughs> shit, we, we need a new Barker lounger there. Call up call up Tammy in Queens. Well, it goes both ways because if you sell, they come to your home. But I oh. think buying, buying is the way to go because they're all disheveled. It's not like they're putting on their business. I mean, these girls were in sweats and flip-flops. I saw a toe. Really Ooh. hot stuff. Oh, boy, oh, boy. This is something, man. Oh, man. Credenza. Well, and I'm telling you, you got a new place. I mean, you could use some uh, Poshmart stuff. Maybe a... I'm spending a fortune on this shit. Uh, This furniture. Furniture's so expensive, and I'm such a queef. I like all the mid-century jizz and anal and all that, so like, I'm pretty particular, but this is all real vintage. You got to get Poshmart ASAP. The next day... We went, uh, this is a whole bigger story, but we happened to be in the car with Steve Rogers and uh, we got a table set, mid-century, authentic, whatever, yada, yada adjectives. And it was right down the street from my house and we happened to be in a car. We scooped it up. This was like a sexy Latino man. So it's nice for the ladies too. Sure. And he was like, yes, take out the chair. This is boo 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 I was more Italian than anything. But um, so we got a new table set, new chairs and all for like 20 bucks, the three chairs for 20 bucks. What? Oh I'm yeah, I got to get on this. Go on it right now, today, afterwards, and you can get some good good business. And hey, you're welcome, Poshmart. This is quite a uh, butt plug we're giving you here. So uh, hey, throw us a, a pillowcase or a chandelier or something. Yeah. And, uh, ladies, if you want to move some merchandise, go braless, because I want to I go back. I'm going, whatever they're selling, I'm buying. I'll buy their old shoes and uh, whatever they got. <laughs> you might have stumbled on a huge, like, uh horny horny uh furniture thing like get movers but hot ladies but the problem is they can only lift you know half an ottoman you know i don't know if it'd be hot it'd be a hot thing to have movers come by with booty shorts on and lifting up your your uh record player and all that but i don't know how much they could lift right yeah we'll sell the little things i mean i got a thimble from my grandmother gave me. I got a couple pens. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what exactly you can sell because I don't have Poshmark myself. It's all Sarah. But I'm really encouraging her. I'm like, we need some new furniture downstairs. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm worried about the day you 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 go pick up a grand piano and it's going to be uh, you know Estelle Getty or or somebody <laughs> like that. You're going to be bummed. Well, I could get into that too, I guess. But yeah, that's true. Why not? But uh, who knows? Mary. Highly recommend the Poshmart. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you about this, too, because I've, I've been really living my life here. Because New York City, I mean, we, at, at current time of recording, I think we're testing at like 2%. And uh, we're really doing well, although there was a bunch of wild shit this weekend or parties or some business. In your hood. Yes, yeah, Sarah walked by it. She was like, something crazy is happening on Steinway. This is what's so weird about New York City, though. Because each neighborhood itself is like the size of a town. Right. And this is an interesting 
thing about social media. Like I, I haven't been looking at Twitter. And so the day after that big party happened, someone's like, uh, Astoria is trending in the news. And it was all these tweets about Astoria. And I'm like, what? And that night, Sarah went and hung out with some friends and shot a video and had like an outdoor hang. And I was home. I watched uh, Rosemary's Baby, which is a hell of a picture. Great pick. Uh, what's his face? Uh, the, the child molester. Polanski. Polanski. Uh, yeah, all outside the... So crazy, you watch that movie, and they're outside the Dakota, and in the movie, a woman... I'm not giving any away. It happens in the beginning. A woman jumps off the building and lands, and her face is all dead and suicide and it's shot right where John Lennon would get killed 12 mm. years later. Isn't that How about weird? about that? That's wild. That, that stuff always spooks me a little bit, that those weird kind of redundant uh, deja vu-y predictions, they always get me. Yeah, it's really... Uh bizarre and i i was home alone watching i had the window open so the breeze the light breeze would move the curtain a little bit and then you're by yourself and uh murder and satan rapes a lady it's really something yeah 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 that's uh heavy stuff you know fun fact about that movie mia farrow yes yes she was banging frank sinatra right and he was like Come out to Vegas. Let's do some gambling. This movie's taking too long. And she was like, blow me. I'm trying to get famous here. I need to be in this picture. And he's like, he was so big. He was like, I'm calling I'm calling Bob Evans, the producer. Right. And I'm going to get you out of this movie. I'm pulling you out of the picture. And then she started banging the guy in the movie. Right? Shit. Cassavetes? No, maybe it was McQueen. She started fucking somebody like to get back at... Sinatra and they had a they were engaged and she called it off and she started fucking someone else. Yeah, I know there was a big thing. He she married Sinatra and he didn't want her in the business because he was like a possessive e like yes. you don't not my lady. Right. Ah, but, I can't remember. But she started she basically dumped the most famous guy on the planet who she married or was about to marry and then started banging like who did she start fucking? It was Andre somebody. something. She married Andre something something. I think it was like an opera singer. He has the name like an opera singer. His name is Andre Woody, something. And, and then, then Woody. Woody Allen. Right. What a what a range. You fuck Sinatra and then an opera singer and then Woody Allen. I mean, this gal has zero dick standards. She's like, I don't care. As long as you're famous, I'll fuck you. By the way, I'm reading Woody Allen's biography and he does a number on that lady. Oh, really? I mean, oh, he goes in hard. that She's a psycho of lunatic and she... Uh, you know, uh, adopts kids willy-nilly and then sends them back and changes what? all her kids' names and she's crazy and all this stuff. Probably I didn't know my you favorite could... actor, female actor of all time. I, I love Really? Her. Oh, so good. But it sounds like she might be nuts. But who knows? He said, she said, yada, yada, yeah. hoota, hoota. Well, talented people tend to be wacky and have some skeletons, but uh, I, I can see it. I look at her and I'm like, oh, you, got, you got something cuckoo behind the eyes something's up and i also i didn't know you could return a kid yeah from what i understand she's returned quite a few kids and changes like ronan farrow's name was satchel he was satchel farrow now he's ronan farrow huh good cuckoo. names yeah satchel's fun i think those are both jazz singers satchel pay no he's a, he's a baseball Page player there's a baseball woody named him that's in the book too woody named all his kids that he was allowed to name after his black heroes Oh, fun. And she changed it to Ronan. Wow, black names matter. That's a weird homage to the uh, Afro-Americane. Yeah, it's a fascinating book, but 
Any jizz. Oh, sorry. I watched Rosemary's Baby, and then Sarah, I I go to bed early nowadays, and she came home late, and so she was like, last night I walked by Steinway in Astoria. It was wild. There was like parties in the streets, like motorcycles everywhere. And uh, my point is, so I saw on Twitter, Astoria's uh, trending. What the hell's going on? It's crazy. And I never looked at Twitter. I'm like, if I just read Twitter, I'd be like, what the hell happened in Astoria? But I was here. And I went for a long walk. I didn't even notice anything. It was just normal. I slept here. I didn't hear a peep. So my point is you never know what's going on. It was just a few blocks away. Yeah. But I'm reading about how Astoria was crazy, living in Astoria, and I'm like, I didn't notice anything. I think that's a perk of living in New York. I mean, these small towns uh, are mouse queefs, and they, they call the police, or everybody knows about it, you know? And here, you can have something a block away, and you don't even, you don't even hear about it. And I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I love it. It's like because the neighborhood's big enough that six blocks away, you don't even you don't know what the hell's going on. Right. Uh, my my gal does that Citizen app, which if you're a neurotic guy or anxious guy, don't get Citizen app because it just tells you like, hey, a guy was uh, anally raped ten feet away from you, and you're like, oh, how about that? Because it knows your location, so it can say what's what around the city, and you're like, oh wow, in Harlem, uh, a lady got face fucked by a, a hobo or whatever, and it's bananas the shit that's going on right under our asshole, and we have no idea. Right. Yeah, I don't. No, that's no good for me. I, I have to be done with apps in general because every yeah. time you get a new app, you become you. That's another thing to check. I know. I know. Checking. There's too much checking. I got my phone time way down. I'm proud of it. I'm trying to really work on this shit. Yeah. Check your head. Checks and balances. It's tough out there. Uh, how about this? I'll, I'll throw this in. So. This building, and by the way, Sandy Koufax lives in this building. What? Get out of town. How cool is that? That's insane. Yeah. Uh, just a fun nugget. But um, so my building, this is one of these like, there's a building board, and you got everybody's on board with the building. Everybody's like, we got to keep it clean. You got to wear your mask. You know, everybody's friends. Everybody knows each other. Like, some guy knocked on my door. He's like, hey, I brought you your mail. And I'm like, ugh. Gross. Oh, this is this is new to me. It's, it's a little small town shit, but you know it's nice, good intentions. So me and the lady, we have a couple of cocktails, a few libations last night. We go, let's go up on the roof. I grab a bottle of wine out of the fridge, a couple glasses. We go up there. There's a big to do on the roof, and I was like, huh, what's this? And they go, hey, get over here. And I'm like, oh hey, and it's the whole building. They all hang out. Oh, my God. I know. I was like, oh, hey. And they're like, this is Barbara from 4-H. This is Donnie from 6-B. And I'm like, ah. And there's like kids <laughs> oh, running around. God. They're eating, you know, tart and cake and anal. And uh, it was tough. I mean, I said a few things that scared them. The ladies made it a joke, and they hated that. And, oh, boy, we do not fit in in this, this you know, tea time little little building here. But. We're going to try to fake it. I mean, that's tough. That's like my worst nightmare. Yeah, it was hard, man. One guy does like costumes on Broadway and another guy's a fucking famous writer. I mean, these are like real West Village, New York kind of intellectual fucking cum guzzlers. And and I I feel very out of place. Well, I just hate any kind of uh, hang when you're not looking for expecting a hang. I want to set up hang. Yes, yeah, I wasn't ready, and it's not even a hang that you want. It's a hang of like, oh, it feels like you're hanging out with like your teachers or something. Yeah, like I remember when I had roommates, like I was living with my best friend in the world, but I remember like no shoes, t 
tiptoeing to the bathroom <laughs> yes. because I'm in the middle of a movie or I'm jerking off or I'm reading a book or yes. whatever it is. I'm on Poshmark, whatever. I tiptoe because I'm like, I just, I don't feel like hanging with my favorite guy <laughs> right now. I, I get and it. so you got this with fucking Barbara. I mean, that's yeah. a nightmare. Anyone named Barbara stinks. No offense, oh, Barbs. I hate a Babs. I hate a Streisand. I, I hate a Bush. Uh, they all stink, <laughs> but... It was tough. I got a bottle of water. I'm ready to, you know, guzzle some some poison here. And they're like, get over here. And then you have to, like, watch what you say. And then you go, fuck it. I'm going to be myself. And you, you're yourself for two seconds and you ruin everything. So you go, all right, abort that. And and you just want to say the things you want to say with your lady. But you can't because it's, you know, Tom, Dick, and Queef over here. So, yeah, it's it was tough. It was a good two hours of chit-chat. Well, maybe that's what we need to work on is the ability to just be ourselves around anybody and then they can deal with whatever. I agree. And I've been getting better at that in my life. But this is also these people can push you out of a building. I mean, this is this is crunch time here. Like I'm the new guy. So I'm trying to ingratiate and uh, appease and they were they were trashing this one lady like that lady in Seven H. She's a fucking coos, and we all hate her. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be Seven H. <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, don't be Eight uh, H. That's a famous one. Studio oh, is, is that is that Fallon? I think it's uh, or SNL. SNL Studio Eight H. Yeah. Uh, you're hey, right. speaking of uh, studios, we oh, ought to read geez. some. Uh, we got some sponsors here, folks. As you know, and uh, it would be really nice if you guys could uh, support the people that support the show yes and um this is something you're gonna need right now oh native deodorant i mean i don't know where you guys are living but we're in the middle of a huge heat wave here heat wave and uh you gotta get some native deodorant i love this stuff they sent us some a while back and now i'm addicted this is my deodorant folks yeah Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Native Deodorant. I believe in taking care of yourself, and one way to treat yourself better is to use products that are all natural, like Native Deodorant. Switching to an aluminum-free deodorant doesn't mean you have to sacrifice on odor protection. This stuff is this stuff is really good on odor protection. That I can oh, tell yeah. you. My wife uses it. I use it. With Native, you don't just block odor. You smell fresh and clean all day long. Native creates safe, simple, effective products, and Native has over 14,000 five-star reviews, so you know it works. That's insane. That's every person at a hockey game, if people were allowed to go to hockey games, wow, giving a five-star review. It doesn't contain aluminum, parabens, or talc. That's pretty good. Fuck you know talc. about Native. Yeah, I love Native. I mean, it comes in all these different flavors. There's something for everybody. Coconut, vanilla, lavender, and rose, cucumber, and mint, even eucalyptus, folks. Uh, that's how you know this is good stuff. I use it. My lady uses it. It's fucking fresh. It's nice. It's just the right hint of scent, and you, you don't sweat. I'm a fan. Uh, so do what I did and make the switch to Native today by going to Native do.com slash Tuesdays or use the promo code Tuesdays at checkout to get 20% off your first order. That's native, D-E-O.com slash Tuesdays or use promo code Tuesdays at checkout for 2-0% off your first order. Native deodorant. Take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. Nice. Something D-O-O economics. <laughs> Voodoo, Voodoo economics. economics. Hey, well, this show is also brought to you by Raycon. Woo-wee. 
Now that everyone is cooped up at home and using earbuds has an essential has become an essential service. Sorry, I am dumb. That's mm. an essential service, everybody. You got to use your earbuds. You got roommates. You got neighbors, especially here in New York. Like we said, people are right next to you. You oh, yeah. got to drown out the sound of your roommates, your girlfriend, the fireworks, or what have you. You use Raycon. Everybody needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. You need them, folks. Uh, this is another thing I got a pair of. I use all the time. <laughs> These things are killer killer sound hd sound i mean i don't even know the terminology but the sound is amazing and yep. you don't have to have them attached to your head which is great i mean you're a real loser if you're walking around with the cord hanging from your neck oh, I can tell you nerd that. alert you already know raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market and they sound just as amazing as the other top audio brands you know the newest model the Everyday E25 earbuds are the best anyone can get. You got that right, baby. Uh, now that now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your first order at buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. That's buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. One more time. That's buy. B-U-Y-Raycon.com slash Tuesdays. Get them today. You don't want to listen to your own thoughts. We love Raycon. Get on board. All right. Way to go, Raycon. Yeehaw. <clears throat> so um, you got the new building. I was walking around trying to figure out what building because we FaceTimed and you did me, uh, you showed me a little bit around. And then I was in the hood and uh, looking around at all these buildings. I'm like, I think it might be this building. And I was like, maybe it's this building. It was really something. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to just knock on windows, but I didn't want to surprise <laughs> you. So I texted you. And then uh, by the time you got back, I was off and running. Well, it's, it's so fun because uh, I'm literally in this cool, iconic New York spot. My buddy Salacuse came by, and he's a Brooklyn kid. And when I showed him the building, he, he came by on one of these new Revel mopeds. Sure. And he came by, and I got to do the thing, which is such a New York thing that I never have been able to do, stick my head out the window and go, Sally! And he says, hey! And then he came on up, and it was, uh, I love the out-the-window yell. Oh, that's fun. See, it's hard because I was in the neighborhood, so you want to pop in, but you don't, you got to give the person the time. Right. And then you're, I'm lingering like an asshole, but then I'm just walking around buildings waiting to hear. So eventually you start drifting north. Sure. And then by the time you get the message, I'm too far. So I, I got to get down there, but uh, I got a new way to get there. Tease. Oh, you, you, but wait, you, you, I still got one other thing. Oh, please, please. Tease, so, tease. We go, uh, we're finally back. I mean, the city is back. I'm riding the subway again, which is nice. What's this? Oh, this is a shirt. A fan sent in a shirt. Oh, yeah. They made the shirt. Yeah. I <laughs> these guys are making you. shirts willy-nilly. I don't know what the hell's going on here. These shirts, these all these uh, undocumented shirts popping up. <laughs> I know. These alien shirts. We need to build a wall. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. But they're they're well done. And uh, he sent a few. So I got some for you there, Fatty. And there you go. It says, fuck your dad on it. <laughs> or fuck <Yeah>. your mom. <laughs> yeah. Hang, ten, hang loose. Hang 10. Fuck your mom. Yeah. I remember that one. Good times. <laughs> Thanks that, for the shirt. I, I mean, a sticker would be nice, I think. A sticker yeah. of that would be good. I think that one is the one I pulled Would you guys wear this shirt. Right, right. Yeah, this is a special uh, edition. Uh, but any any jizz. Um, 
So we've been uh, taking the subway here and there. And uh, yesterday, I took it. Two days ago, I took it, and it was a 25-minute wait. And I was like, we're back to just having a garbage subway system. And they're talking about charging more, by the way, in this pandemic, which is a goddamn kick in the ball sack. Well, that's crazy, but uh, everyone's wearing masks, so it's nice. It feels safe-ish, but the windows aren't open. I'm like, well, I don't know why every window wouldn't be open on every train. It seems mm. insane to me. Yeah, that's not a good an point. Obvious, but I guess the AC, who the fuck knows what's what? But anyways, so we used to run at the reservoir all the time. You do a couple loops around the reservoir, which is a huge reservoir in the middle of Central Park. Great place to run. So Sarah and I said, fuck it, let's go. We haven't been there in a long time. So we took the train in, we get off, we go for a nice run. Now, the reservoir is a big track in Central Park, and no one has masks on there. It's like we've decided this is a mask-free area because you're Mm. running, you're outdoors, so transmission's lower outdoors, and then with running, you're just passing by someone real quick. Yeah. So there's a lot of evidence that there's less transmission outdoors, and there's less transmission when you're just passing through or swinging by. Yeah. So it's sort of this area of like, all right, we're going a little lenient on the masks here in the running area. So everyone's got it below their chin there, you know. And so we're all running, and I'm getting in really good shape. I can really cook these days. Nice. So I'm I'm flying, and I run up. I'm about to finish the run. I got a half mile left, and there's this old Upper West Side lady just jogging around. You know those people that try to run even though their bodies are all fucked up? Looks like they're missing bones. Oh, I know them. I've uh, fucked a few. Yeah, so her sho- one shoulder's higher than the other, and her spine is higher than her shoulders, you know? Yeah, she had a little hip dysplasia thing going on, the, the saggy arm. Yeah, and both toes are facing each other, and one heel kicks out this way, but she's still trying to run for some reason. It's, it's like if you put a crypt keeper in, in some body armor or under armor. Yeah, it's a bad look. So I'm flying, and this lady, as I get close, she turns and goes, oh, and starts sprinting. Huh. She just starts sprinting away from me like I'm, like I'm chasing her, like I'm a, a fucking purse snatcher or something. You're white. And I'm running, and now I'm neck and neck with her because she's sprinting. And yeah. she goes, oh, and then she gives me the wave around. She's waving her hand like, go around. What? What is and this? Was, the Olympics? I started laughing. I'm like, well, I would have blown past you if you didn't <laughs> sprint, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, and she and- threw her hands out, like double hands, like, ah. And what? I'm looking around like everyone's running by. I would have passed you in one second. No one has masks on on this track. Everyone's just running past each other, walking past. We're not having conversations. Yeah. And I'm like, have you been doing this the whole time with everyone that runs past you? Weird. So was she wearing a mask? I don't remember, actually. I think she, maybe she did. I can't remember. I don't recall because she was like next to me, you know? Like she was in front of me and then sort of next to me because she was sprinting. Yeah. And then waved, like, go around me. And then I just flew past her. So this whole thing happened in about four seconds. Right, right. I well, assume you... she had a mask on, but it was very bizarre. Your neck and turkey neck. But do you think she was COVID y? Like, get your COVID away from me. I believe so. Maybe because I was breathing heavy or sweating. I don't, I don't know what quite what was going on, but I mean, there's 800 people. It's not like it's her and I. Yeah, yeah. These old bags, they, they got something going on because I've been yelled at by 17 chicks who were in the movie Cocoon, and they're, they're coming at me and yelling at me all the time like, 
I had I had a sip of a, a straw coming out of a Diet Coke, and I'm walking down the street, and she goes, oh, what is that, a fashion statement? Why why wear the mask if you're not even going to use it? I'm like, I'm sipping a Coke, you cunt. Like, give me, give me two seconds to sip. Yeah, you need a sip time, and I had a very similar thing where uh, down in your neighborhood, uh, in that area, it was me and Ari and Sarah were walking. Sarah has her mask on, and we have our masks, you know, below the chin, it's, it's wear a mask when social distancing is not possible. We're walking on the sidewalk. It's outside. Yeah. Breezy day. And there's an old lady, like a New York lady, just sitting in a chair. You know how New Yorkers just sit in a chair outside? <laughs> sure. So she's sitting there. She has her mask on. And we're, we're just walking by. And there's a couple feet between us because she's like up against the wall. And we're like on this side of the sidewalk. We even moved. And same thing. She's like, put your mask on. And we're like, we're just... Passing, I mean, we didn't say anything. I just waved like, yeah, yeah, you're right. But here's my thing with those ladies. I'm like, A, you have a mask on. B, we're outside. C, we're passing you for, I mean, three seconds maximum. Yeah. yeah. And we're about four feet away from you. Yeah. And if you're in that position mentally, which I understand, maybe you're not ready to sit outside in Manhattan. I agree. I completely agree. I think they're worried about knocking on death's door because these are, you know, Ari. Ari should be worried as well. He's old, but like, I think they're just nervous and they're like, "I'm, I'm gonna die because of you." And they, they get that in their head, so they're even more angry. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand the anger. I understand the safety. I get annoyed when people aren't wearing them indoors, particularly. I don't like the big crowds, but from all the evidence, being outside and just. Passing by someone outdoors is yes. not a lot a, a big issue. I think a lot of this is coming from the bars being open, the restaurants being open inside, people sitting inside, drinking, all that shit. And but I get it. But I think if you're a person that's like, what the fuck? Yeah, y- you just shouldn't be out in Manhattan sitting there. Go I, get your groceries and run back. I'm like, you're, you're leisurely sitting outside. You're gonna I run into some of this. Completely agree. And I think if I think. Don't quote me on this, but I think deep down they they enjoy it. Like they go, I'm wearing a mask, you're not. I have the power. I can one up you, and they they get to call you out even though they're they're outside, but they have the mask on and you don't. So they immediately have the upper hand. Yeah, I think it is that because I also don't think she's actually scared. She's getting. It. I don't think e- she exactly. thinks she's getting it from us walking past full speed. Four feet away. Right. I don't. Right. And while she's wearing her mask, I don't think she's like. I just got it. That's great. I think yes. she enjoys being like, "Hey, what the fuck?" People I completely like agree. to control people and yell at them. Yes, yes. And you know what else is fun? And I don't want to get too dicey, but these old ladies who keep yelling at everybody in my neighborhood, they won't yell at black people without a mask, which I find ah. very interesting. And I'm like, ah, how bad do you? Re- so you'd rather look not racist or whatever and get corona then you know what you you get it right i do i understand and uh because well they don't want to get canceled <laughs> yeah that would be karen <laughs> yeah grand karen or whatever it is so uh it's it's a strange time but um i i think new yorkers for the most part are being safe everyone in the sub like 100 percent of people in the subway have their masks on yeah we go out everyone walking around's got masks so We'll see what happens. I mean, there's a lot of outdoor dining and drinking, but so far, so good. Hopefully, it stays well or whatever, but yeah. we'll see. Speaking of outdoors, I uh, I did a gig in Long Island, Long Beach, I believe it's called. Yes. What a gem of a little beach that looks like Venice. I mean, it's got its Long Island stank on it, you know, but have you been to Long Beach? I have not, no. 
beautiful. I mean, there's a boardwalk and the water looks good. It, it looks like California and it's just this cute kind of uppity beach town and the restaurants were popping, the bars were popping. I'm like, this was this is 20 minutes past JFK. I can't believe this is so close. I'm, I'm going to get an Airbnb and head out there with a lady and bang on the beach. That sounds nice. Yeah, I mean, all I know about Long Beach is uh, when Michael Corleone makes the phone call after he finds out his dad got shot. He's like, give me Long Beach 4 and then gives the number. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, so there you go. They're it, out in it, that area. It looks like if Jersey Shore fucked Venice. Oh, that sounds troubling, but also cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got like the little restaurants on the on the boardwalk, and the water's right there. the The beach looks clean. The sand looks good. I mean, I can't believe I didn't know about this, and it was just right there. Well, I'll tell you what. Next time you want to go, I'll give you a ride. <laughs> what do you mean, there, fatty? Well, I got a big shiny red vehicle right here in my uh, backyard what do you got a radio flyer wagon <laughs> i got a well i don't even want to say what i got because i mentioned what i was thinking about getting and i got 48 messages being like whatever you do don't buy that car <laughs> you piece of shit you're crazy and the worst part is there's a delay on the podcast coming out right so i went out and bought the thing lock stock and barrel i got the insurance the license the seatbelt, the hood the whole thing and uh i mean i'm just Inundated, whatever that word is. Inundated. Yeah, in, Indian. Inu- Inuit. Yeah, whatever it is. But uh, I'm covered in message, Iroquois messages <laughs> saying, don't buy the Sentra, you piece of shit. This thing's going to fall apart. It dies after six weeks. Oh, boy. It's a sucker's bet. Fucking whatever. Well, don't Indian so, give it. So now I got a car and nothing but warnings being like, that's the worst car I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> But I'm like, it can't be. And my buddy Dave Yates made me feel better. He's a car guy. He's wise. And uh, he was like, don't listen to him. He's like, it's an above average car. He's like, you bought an above average car. And he's like, you got to keep in mind, a lot of these people are fans. But he's like, these internet people, they may, you don't know what they're doing. They drive drunk. They ride the clutch. They drive, they hit the sidewalk. They don't get their oil changes. And then the car dies and they go, oh, piece of shit. (laughs) That's so true. that's true. I'm, I'm like, this, there can't just be a car. Maybe I'm naive, but like, did they make an entire make of car that sucks? I mean, it the Pinto the or the Hummer, but uh, I think you're fine with a with a Japanese uh, rice rocket or whatever the hell you got there. So I think you're all right. I mean, I don't know exactly what you got, but I think you're fine if you did the research. Don't these queefs are gonna shit on you no matter what happens. You well, buy a Rolls Royce or a Bentley, they're gonna come after you. Uh, from that, from that Simpsons, Homer's like, I blew all of our money on a customized horn, and then he smashes his head on the steering wheel, like out of, uh, and it goes, uh, not customized. What's that uh, word that I always forget? Oh, uh, with the the license plate, the yeah. vanity. No, not a vanity, but a customized um, works customized but uh, uh what's that call when it's special and silly uh ah customado not a Customize. customized horn but a um novelty a novelty a novelty horn and then yes. he puts his head down in frustration and it, I, I might be forgetting the joke because it was 25 years ago when the show right. was good but anywho <laughs> so i decide i'm novelty I decide I'm going to buy a car, and Big Dick Steve Rogers drives me out to the 
I like the Nissans. I, I, I like. I just like it. I've driven a bunch of cars from renting cars. I like them. Toyota feels so like eh, Toyota. My parents have a Toyota. That yep. Whatever. And I also heard, by the way, all those Japanese cars, Toyota, Honda, and uh, Nissan, they said you can weld the hood shut for the first five years you have the car. I like that. You know, hyperbolic, obviously. I understand. I got to change the oil. But maybe they do that from underneath. I don't know much about a car. Yeah. Do you change oil from underneath or from above? Underneath. You got to drip it. But you check the oil from above. Yes. I've done that during a wrestling match in high school. But... (laughs) So we go. I find this Nissan dealership in Long Island. I ask Steve Big Dick Rogers, who's the very definition of a friend, this guy. He's like, I'm on it. He jumps in his car. He drives all the way from Brooklyn to Queens, picks us up. That's the nice thing about COVID. Everyone's got nothing to do. I know. I know. We're bored. That's why I texted Jerry. He's like sitting there being like, what are you shitting me? I'll come get you. So he comes over, picks us up, drives us out to Long Island. Now, this is where it's going to get embarrassing. I mean... You talk about arrested development. I am a child. Mm. So I show up, lock, stock, and barrel. I'm going to buy a car. Did no research. I'm ignoring warning after warning. I'm like, I'm sticking with the Nissan. I show up with a check, like just a single check. <laughs> and I'm um, like, give me your car. Bring the car out. And he goes, all right, I need to see your license. And I was like, shit. Uh, well, my license expired in April. <laughs> I was like, but... Massachusetts. I still have a Massachusetts license. I've lived here for 14 years. Never got a New York license. Yeah, who needs it? So I got a Massachusetts license, and he's like, well, this is expired. And I was like, but I got a letter from the DMV saying they've extended it through September. And he's like, you have that letter? And I was like, not with me. Yeah, who keeps a letter? I didn't bring the letter. So he's like, well, I need that letter. And I was like, well, hold on. I have a photo of it. He's like, well, that'll do. So I didn't save the photo. The only place I have it is my mother texted it to me because they mailed it to her. Aha. Okay, so we I, have a photo. I literally show the salesman a text from my mom. <laughs> and it says, I love you. You know, don't forget to tie your shoes or whatever underneath. Right. And I'm like, look it. My mom said I can have a car. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Did you pull your, uh, your pull-ups up? I mean, so embarrassing. He's looking at it going, okay. But the salesman, you could tell, he's taking my money. Like He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he wants the moolah. Yeah, so he wants to sell it. So he's like, okay, I think we can work around this. He's like, let me talk to my manager. He keeps leaving and talking to a guy like off in the distance. Yeah. I can see the guy like pulling his hair out and waving his <laughs> arms, being like, what? I Meanwhile, and, you're drinking your juice box over there. Yeah, I got a can of uh, chocolate milk, and he, he comes a can. He comes back and he Cans. goes, okay, do you have anything else? Do you have another form of ID? And I'm like, well, I have a passport. And he's like, that'll do. And I was like, well, I don't have that on me, but I got a photo of the passport. So I pull up the photo of the passport, and he's like, this is expired, too, because everything's ah. expired because of COVID. Wow. Yo, come on. You wouldn't have had a, a regular passport anyway. Well, I mean, passport I would have needed because I'm traveling all uh, around. That's but, true. The so then I'm way. like, he's like, what about a bank statement? Do you have any bank statements that say you live in New York? So then I just pull up my Chase app. I just show him my account, which has... In huge numbers, all the money I have in the world. <laughs> so I'm like completely tipping my hand. I'm like, look. Right. And he's just like, okay, Jesus, okay, great. Because it's like my whole savings is in there. Yeah, yeah. You I'm showed your hand. I got all my money in one account. So I'm just like, look at this. Right. And there's some ego involved because I'm like, this guy thinks I'm a piece of shit. Let right. me just show him how much money I make <laughs> or used to make. And yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Anyway, so finally he's like, okay, we can try to make this work. So he's got like a stack of papers and photos and a note from my mother and a, a picture of my dad. <laughs> yeah. And finally, Steve is like, what if you just put it in Sarah's name? Ah. Because she's got up-to-date, licensed, New York, everything. So I'm like, that's not bad. So I was like, what if we bought it in Sarah's name? And he's like, that would be a lot easier. Okay. So now I'm not even buying a car. I'm just <laughs> paying for a car. According wow. to the state of New York, I don't have a vehicle. And this is the kind of thing when if we got divorced, we get along very well. I think we're going to go the distance here. But if we got divorced, it would be this moment where the judge or the attorney is like, that's not your car. Oh, that's her yeah. Car. Right. You like her lose attorney. It like, you lose it like kids and Mrs. Doubtfire. Exactly. Like her attorney would be like, no, no, this, look at Sarah Talamash. Right. So uh, I end look. up. Oh, go ahead. It's quite a gift. I'm just saying, you bought your lady a, a gift out of nowhere. You a surprise car. You put a big bow on it. I haven't talked to our accountant either. I hope I didn't fucking ruin everything. Oh God, I think you're fine. I'm probably fine. But so, anyways, we do that, and I would test drive the car, and Ooh. I've already made my mind up because I'm like, I, I don't want to look through cars and compare cars. You're there all day. Yep. And and poor big dick Raj, he's just sitting there twiddling his little thumbs yes so i'm like let's just get out of here i'm like this car is great and it's got like a big semen stain on the side like literally a big white stain he's like we'll take that out don't worry about it a Lewinsky. and uh anyway so i'm like all right this will be the car he's like you got to come back and then it's a whole rigmarole of course as you know you got to get insurance and license plates uh, and the whole thing the money just keeps ding 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 ding, ding just keeps tallying brutal just brutal so I come back. I'm home for three days, just waiting. And now I've initiated. I'm going to get it Saturday. I got to show up with the check and leave with the car. But now, don't you have this? Every decision you make, as soon as you finalize a decision, you're like, fuck me. I'm stupid. I should call my dad. I should call my accountant. My parents hate me. Completely. I had that with this apartment. It's brutal. So we're just sitting around waiting. Finally, Saturday morning, yesterday morning, as we're recording, and... Steve Rogers and Caitlin Palufo, great comics. They show up. They pick us up at 9.30 a.m. So they Jeez. left the house at like 8.30. Ah, uh, These are angels. Saints. They scoop us up. So me, Sarah, Kramer, the butler, Steve, Caitlin, we all drive back out to Long Island. Beautiful day. We get there. And the car, they have it all scrubbed up and shining. And it's Ooh. sitting there. It's the only car out there. It's on display. Woo. And so I'm like, that's my new car. I got a car. It's so exciting. And this is painful. So we wait. They told us to get there at 1030. We'll be the first ones. It takes uh, 45 minutes to get in there. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Hmm. So he's like, you got to go talk to the financing people, person. We go in there, and this is brutal. This is where it kills you. It's in Sarah's name. So the whole time, he's talking directly to Sarah. <laughs> she signs all the paperwork. He's uh, like, Miss Talamash, it's a big day for you. I know you're excited. We couldn't be happy for you. You got the, the blood red, whatever. Yeah. Here's this, period. He's giving her all the things. And she's signing away. He's like, take this pen. You're going to want to keep it. That's, <laughs> that's your car pen. Uh, and I'm just sitting there like a cuck watching this whole thing happen. Now, is she thrilled? I mean, she doesn't really emote a ton. If I know Sarah, she's not a big, uh, excited gal. Is she going, oh, boy, this is great. I'm gay. No, she was getting us new floor mats off of Poshmark. <laughs> uh, you know, so I'm just sitting there, and it's a bruising your ego because it's all, it just hammers home this, like, 
I'm a child. Yeah. I don't have a license. I couldn't buy a car. My my wife is getting the car because I'm a moron. Right, right. And I'm just sitting there like a single teardrop, like a Native American in a sure. garbage pile. And oh, yeah. uh, and then he's like talking to her. He's like, "Do you want to get the full warranty?" And I'm like, and she's just looking at me. And I'm like, "Well, I think uh, I don't know." And he's like, "I'm not talking to you, you piece of shit. Ah. Shut your mouth, four eyes." And he broke my glasses. <laughs> and. Um, so finally, we get the car, though, and it, it's crazy. To, it's a crazy feeling. I haven't had a car in like eight years, and it, then it was dead grandparents' cars. This mm. is the first time buying a car. Yes. What a grown-up. Now, I have so many questions. I know we're running short on uh, minutes here, but I got a, I got a million questions. All right. Hit it, me. Is it, is it used? We'll just do lightning round. Used or new? It's a certified pre-owned, a CPO. Okay, but that means it's been owned, but it's still got a hymen, or it still runs perfectly, or refurbed. What is I, that? I guess it just means it had the the hundred and seventy five point check, uh-huh. I guess, and it's got fourteen thousand miles on it. It's a twenty eighteen. Oh, that's beautiful. So it tells you everything. Somebody bought it in Long Island, drove it to Santa Monica, drove it back, and then they leased it for a year and four months. Okay, okay, so it's, it's a pretty new. Now is it uh, yeah yeah haggle? You haggle? You just bought it right off the sticker? I did no haggling whatsoever. <laughs> I was like, that's good, good, good for me. The guy was like confused. He's like, this is crazy, because everyone tells you you gotta leave and you gotta do the walk away. But I'm like, I got my friend driving me around. I gotta get in and out here. <laughs> right, I, right. I, I don't want to do the thing, and I'm not good with the. All right, well we're leaving. We'll walk. Right. Yeah. And I think we talked about this on a queef. Even if I saved $3,000, it's not worth it to me to go back yeah. and forth and over and out and all the lying and the weird shit. Okay. Well, you don't have to tell me what you, you dropped on this puppy, but let's say you got the... St- I'm just going to throw out a random number here. You got the sticker at 20K. Once you say, I want it, what does it pop up to with the rust proofing and the you got to have keys? How are you going to start it? Uh, the sunroof, the uh, luminol, the the uh, miscarriage, whatever. The insurance, I think it ended up being, oh, good deal more than the, the, the sticker. Yes, I hate that. I hate the good deal more. Well, brutal, a, a few thousand dollars more. And how about this? So we talked to Raleigh, the salesman, the whole time. He's our guy. <laughs> North Carolina? We go to talk to uh, the uh, finance guy, and he goes, okay, so you should on you here have a I, – I pulled it all from savings, so I just paid cash. I mean, it's mine outright. Yeah. And uh, he goes, you should have a – I'm going to make up numbers because I don't want to reveal because I don't want people messaging me saying you got fucked there. Of but course. But he's like – you should have a check there for uh, $49,850. And I was like, no, it's yeah. for $44,000. And then he's like, oh, let me see where I went wrong. Yep, you're right. You're right. What? So what is he that? threw in an extra four grand. Wow. And I, think, I think they try to catch you with your pants down to of just course. write a check. Wow. They want you to go, okay, that sounds right. That's where you get the slimy sleaze bag used car guy stereotype. It was a little strange, and then on one of the paperwork that we were signing, the mileage is is fourteen thousand forty two miles, mm. but it was missing a digit. It said fourteen hundred and two. Oh, and I was like, wait, what's this? You're off by a thousand here. Yeah, and he's like, Whoa. it was like the movie Big when he's like, oh, whatever, yeah. he put down a couple extra digits. So a little shady, tricky, weird shit. 
Definitely, definitely. Wow, I'm glad you, you got out of there with your shirt on, as they say. I know your pants were off, but that's a whole other bag of hammers. But hey, congratulations. It's like Henry Hill. You popped your cherry. This is very exciting. And I can't wait to get in this puppy and give it a big sniff and get that new car jizz in my nose. It's got the smell. I mean, this thing is spotless other than the cum stand that he couldn't get out. We went back there. He's like, we did the best we could, and it's still there, but whatever. Ah. But it's it's shiny and bright. So yesterday was the first day we had it. We drove it back. Then we had podcasts to do and whatever. And so right around 5 o'clock, we're sitting there like, what do you want to do? And I go, let's go get in the car. Yeah! We get in the car, we drive over the Queensboro Bridge, 59th Street Bridge, doo-doo-doo-doo, feeling groovy, drove straight to Central Park, we parked wow. next to Magnolia Bakery, we oh. eat a couple cupcakes, put some money in the meter, we walked all over Central Park, I'm going to be all over that shuffleboard court, <laughs> and we got back to the meter right as it expired, Woo. which is such a good fit, we had to jog to get to the meter, hop yes. back in the car, cruise back around, it was, it was cruise night, we went to Astoria Park, watched the sunset, oh. and uh, I got a vehicle, baby, I got to come scoop you up, we'll go to Jersey or Long Beach, wherever the fuck you're talking about. Scoop me, bitch, and, and we got to do a, you know who you are, you're Steve McQueef. You, you're you're Bullet. You're out on the highway, and we got to do a queef in the car. A car queef. Oh, a car queef. I just rewatched Bullet. Fun movie. Wow, look at that. Yeah, it's exciting. I still prefer French Connection as a movie and a car oh, chase, but that's neither I here nor there. completely agree. That's a way better film. Bullet's just that one run, and that's it. Yeah, it's exciting. The same guy did the car chase, but yeah, not ah. a great... Not a great movie, really. I'm kind of no. like, who gives a shit? But yeah, he's a cool guy. He's got a turtleneck on. What a, what a gig that is to be a, the car race movie guy. Pretty good. Like, he basically invented that fucking thing. Right, right. Wow. How do you get into that? But yeah, so cool. Is it what you said you were going to get? I already forgot the brand. Or did yeah, you mix it, it up? It's a Nissan Sentra. It's a bright red. I mean, I'm giving too much info. You got my neighborhood, my car, and the color here. People could be uh, good shitting point. on that thing. Good point. I, I, I feel the same way with the hog. I keep a, a, a what do you call it, an undisclosed cover on it or a un, you know, like a unrecognizable or what do you call it, bland? An unmarked van? Yeah, something like that. Unmarked Norman. I don't know, but it's it's a very <laughs> basic cover, just so people aren't like, is that the hog? And then you see the hog, then you know I live in that building. Right. Well, I'll just tell this real quick. So the day before I picked up the car, that was the night that Sarah went out with some friends, and uh, I was like sitting here watching Rosemary's Baby getting creeped out, and I was like, let me go for a walk. I walk half a block, and this woman, a nice-looking woman, came running across the street holding her phone, She's listening to Tuesdays with stories. What? A she lady? Comes running, she's like, this is crazy, but look at this. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. And she's like, yeah, I'm just listening to Tuesdays. So nice to see you. And I'm like, well, nice to, nice to meet you. And then it was awkward because she just wanted to give me my privacy and vice versa. But we kept walking like in the same direction. She was like three feet in front of me. It was like that yeah. weird thing. Yeah. yeah. To, like slowly oh, yeah. walk to let her get distance. I think... Uh, uh, Women are better at the uh, the distance, from my experience. Not to generalize, but women are like, I'm, I'm I'm a fan. Thank you. Stay over there, you know. But dudes are like, ah, let me t lick your nipples and fuck you and all this shit. Yeah, I think dudes think we want to hang. Right, right. Also, but, women may just be like desperately not want to fuck us, so they're like, just I don't want to fuck you. Just believe me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which you know, hey, great. We got it, but uh, that's that's the thing, folks. 
Get on the Patreon. We had a we had a hot guest. We had Stavros Halkius from Cumtown. He killed it. We got a hot guest coming up, and you don't want to miss out on this one. So uh, the Patreon is cooking. We we're putting out content at least every week. We'll do a car queef if we can. Uh, we're, we're trying to get it out there, folks. Plus, it's got the live apps and some old stuff, so you don't want to miss out. Yeah, get weird. Have fun. Join up. It'll be exciting for you. And um, my special is coming out soon. Very soon. We're not allowed to release the date yet. I don't yeah. know what the hell's going on with this thing, but just soon, I can say. Okay. okay. Can I ask what the intro is? It's just going to be like... I think to- it's just... Boom. Yeah, I think it's just Donnelly saying, here he is. All right. I thought it'd be cool if you could film something real quick with the Nissan. You know, you slide into a parallel park <laughs> and uh, get out of that sunroof and roll right into the cellar. Well, I'm so nervous the thing's going to break, and I, 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 I'm just <laughs> dreading. I, I hate I don't even want to drive it now, but I also do. Maybe I'll come by. Come by. I'm, I'm free all day. I'm free all gay. And uh, I got some gigs coming up. Check my website. And a, and a fun little exclusive, Burt Kreischer invited me to open for him. On a few uh, movie theater, drive-in movie theater dates. Oh, that's killer. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I need the I need the dough, and I want to hang out. I'm, I'm rotting away in this uh, apartment, and I have no air, air conditioning, so I'll be on a bus with the uh, shirtless fat drunk himself, so come on out. That's going to be great. Yes, and I have a gig. I think you're doing it right after me, or right before, maybe? Royersford, Pennsylvania. Oh, am I doing that? Uh, that's what a fan told me. Ah. July 31st, Soul Joel. Oh, yeah, Soul Joel. It's an outdoor gig. Everyone's doing it, it looks like. Mine is Friday, July 31st in Royersford, right by King of Prussia, right just not too far from Philly, uh, Pennsylvania. It's going to be one of those drive-up things or outdoor. It's an outdoor situation. Sweet. I haven't done a full set since 1988. So, uh, But what do you do, 10, 20, 15? No, you headline. I'm doing oh, like 45 minutes, Lord. an hour or something. Oh, that's tough. Outside, 45 is a nightmare. Gonna be brutal. Soul Joel's Comedy Club and Lounge, Royersford, Pennsylvania. And there's a bonus infrastructure, so if everyone could drive their old bones down there, that'd be yeah. nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying. I just spent my life savings on a car that is gonna die in 10 miles. But how good do you feel? Because I just did a gig, and the drive up and the drive back was hell, because you're with 28 comics, and half of them are a week in. So you get to drive the red rocket right up there. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. And then I, there's a bunch of relationships I can get rid of now. Steve Rogers, <laughs> never have to see that guy again. Yeah, Oof. get your big dong out of here. I got my own wheels, dickless. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, big dong. By the way, I'm, I'm joking, of course, and Steve will be on that gig in Royersford, and he's great. So, uh, ah, great guy, great comic, and great piece, apparently. Yeah, so join the Patreon. Subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTubes. Give it a review. I don't know. We haven't done all that shit in a long time, but keep listening. Oh, it's, oh follow the Instagram account. Tuesday yes. Stories on Instagram. There's great clips. Nobody follows the fucking thing. Great clips. We got clips on the Tuesday's Twitter. Uh, follow your Facebook, I mean, uh, YouTube. Get your subscribers up. Please. And uh, follow the, uh, the, the YouTube for Tuesdays and subscribe and fucking watch Out to Lunch and the whole thing. Tell a friend. Yes. And Sarah's new album. Shit, sorry. Oh. Voluptuous Boy comes out today. Oh, it's called Voluptuous Boy on 800 Pound Gorilla Records. So go check that out for fucking Christ's sake. Subscribe to her YouTube, the whole thing. Good for right. her. Great time to put an album out. People who need content, everybody wants to kill themselves. So uh, that's good. Good Good on you, Sarah. All right. George is saying cut it. I mean, we're way long here. Oh, all right. Well, hey, the people could use an extra six. All right. I'm a Inches. six. 
All right. Um, all right. I'll, I'll see you next week. I'll see you in the in the wheels there. Hopefully, pick me up. Cherry to wait. All right. All right. Praise Allah. Bye. Bye. Bye.